Welcome, everybody, to the Game Life Podcast. It is uh, probably Thursday, October 20th, when you're listening to this, um, because it is Thursday, October the 20th now, and uh, we are we are here, as usual, to tell you about the world of the video games. Uh, hello, I'm Chris Kohler. I am your host. Um, with me here in the studio um, is a uh, Wired contributor uh, with, with whom you may be very familiar with if you're into, if you're into uh, uh, articles about uh, Red Dead Redemption. Why, hello, it's... Hi, it is Jake Muncy. Nice to see y'all. Jake, always nice to see you and with us uh, in the studio. I'm happy to say, um, again, is uh, Times Game Critic himself. Hey, 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 Matt Peckham, and thank you for, for having me, Chris. Chris, I have, a, have an idea for you here. I've, I've, I've oh, been yeah? thinking about it here. I've been sort of mulling it over, and I think it's kind of innovative. What do you think about if we spent since it's so important the entire next hour just well they announced about, it yeah and about, uh i mean it's really big it is it's huge i mean yeah, I, yeah, think, yeah. I think we have about five I mean, hours that we can try and fit into an hour and it's like we all we this. all saw that we all saw the trailer that dropped early yeah. this morning um yeah. people are talking about it so it's like, it's like all over the everywhere yeah. so i mean i think what do you guys think uh red I dead think redemption, we should... red dead redemption 2 does that red sound Wind- like what <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. Oh, man, uh, did I just get outvoted? Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately for both of you suckers, uh, <laughs> I, I run this podcast. So we're going to be talking about a little video game system that I like to call the Nintendo Switch, which is the official name of the Nintendo NX, which was revealed, surprisingly, surprise, um, this morning. We found out about it late uh, last night that Nintendo said they were going to do it. Now, again... I feel very bad for the fine folks at um, uh, Rockstar and Take-Two Interactive who had the misfortune (laughs) of dropping the Red Dead trailer at the absolute worst possible moment um, for people to actually... No, but they had no way of knowing. I mean, besides but, talking you know, to Nintendo, but you it, know who does that. But on the other hand, possibly the best possible moment because now everybody's looking at the video game section of the te- or technology section, and oh, oh hey, true. look, Red oh, Dead Two. It's Christmas. The very next story October. is yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, let's 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 chat about this. I mean, we're, it, Red Dead Two is like it's only it's only a teaser trailer. Um, what what do you think? I mean, it looks very, very nice. Like, yeah. it is the Wild West, and boy, ain't it pretty. But that's basically all we got. So, Oh, I mean, really? Okay, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you think, Jake, do you think it's, what do you think about all the assumptions that it's a prequel, that it's Marston's gang, that it's all that, that stuff? Do you think there's, does it look like that to you, or do you think we're still too... I don't know. I do think it's kind of interesting and strange and might just gesture to a rock star that has grown very, very risk averse that it's called Red Dead Redemption 2 instead of Red Dead Root something else. Because the first game was Red Dead Revolver and the second game was Red Dead Redemption and then Red Dead Redemption 2. So like... All right, quick. Yeah. Better, better sequel names. Go. Red Dead Regurgitation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Now I'm I'm on the spot. I'm horrible at on the Red spot. Dead Reticulum. Ooh! Oh, that's unmatched. <laughs> that's unbeatable. Jake wins. Perfect. <laughs> but yes, so it's not very little information, and it. I mean, it'll be a Red Dead game probably. There will be cowboys and guns and stuff, and yeah, like I wrote on Wired, a piece that published as of speaking today, um, it's probably gonna be maybe a little bit scaled back from some of the Rockstar games of the past, simply due to the massive juggernaut success of GTA Online, which has made half a billion dollars for Take-Two, and mostly just profit. And so, like, I expect it to have a really big complicated involved online mode and that's going to be where a lot of their resources probably are internally i found this fascinating jake you put a number in there too that i had no idea jake's piece is mandatory reading if you don't know anything about gta 5 or gta online gta online we were just talking about this for jake how many people like last year per week were playing this game as of last november according to take 
Q's quarterly report, I don't know how they got this number, but what they say is 8 million players per week. That's crazy. Per That's week. Per week. That's like, what was World of Warcraft at its height? Like 10 or 11 million or something? I don't know, but not a whole lot more than that. That's unbelievable. So I am not playing the right games. I apparently need to go check out <laughs> GTA Online. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, this really would seem to indicate. I mean, of course, we don't know, but it's like, look, if they're if they're going to spend, it's like if if that's where the money is coming from, then perhaps that is where the the spend is going to be at this point, you know. And it's gonna, it's not necessarily. I mean, who knows? Who who really knows? Rockstar games are always these massive kind of sprawling things, but yeah, you know, maybe they're not going to you know try too too hard to break the mold on the single player portion and instead put that that effort into the into the multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. So let's find out. We, we, we will find out about that. So anyway, that was way, way more Red Dead talk than I expected to have. <laughs> that was like, like nervous here. It's like Take, I'm running out of time here. Yammering on and on and on and on. And it's like, when is it going to stop? Because um, we've got it. We only have like 56 minutes left for the, uh, for the, the main show here. So yeah. Well, if you've been listening to the Game Life podcast, you know everything that was already uh, that was announced today for the for the for the former Nintendo NX now the Nintendo Switch um because i mean really uh, for not only not only does it you know kind of agree conceptually with what you've been telling you for about a year and a half was was the sort of the likely thing that was going to happen which is the the tablet the gaming tablet that docks to your TV and thus merges both of Nintendo's product lines into one portable home kind of thing. Um, but that uh, Eurogamer had it absolutely right on the money and very clearly had seen and heard about and knew a great deal about um, the Nintendo Switch and exactly what Nintendo was going to announce because everything in the Eurogamer report absolutely came true. The idea of the two controllers that were on the sides of it that detach, all that kind of stuff. Um, and we under, and we see now how it's going to work. So there's a lot to there's a lot to get through. I rather you know what I'm going to be talking so much about my opinions about this thing. I mean, Matt, you were you've been paying close as close a, a attention as I have to the trailer that dropped this morning. I'm sure you you know you you were writing about it too. So why don't you give us the blow by blow, the play by play, the the tale of the tape, the rundown of what Nintendo <laughs> showed. Um, <laughs> in that in that three-minute trailer. Oh, God, yeah. Well, you know, the thing that I loved about that trailer was that it, is one of, it was one of the rare unveilings of a new product that focused very little on, like, I mean, it was hype. It's always hype. It's always marketing, but it was hype low, scenario-specific. Let's show you all of these different ways in which you might use this thing. And some of them were, as you say, Chris, me and, and Jake, we've talked about the... Uh, the mobile hybrid, take it as you go, plug it in as a uh, uh, as a set top because that's essentially what it is. It's an inverse, as I think Chris, you were saying, have said in a couple of podcasts. It's an inverse of the Wii U. Instead of the brains Absolutely. living in the tablet, and or I'm sorry, living in the instead of the brains living in the console, and then the tablet is this dumb thing that you stream the games to. The brains are now the tablet itself or at least the primary brains. We don't yet know if that dock has anything extra going on um, beyond just being a battery charger. But right now what we do know is that the brains are in the tablet and you can interface with this thing either by dropping it in a dock, which then connects to a television, or uh, take it with you on the go. And there's a controller and the controller has these little pieces that snap off. And they're kind of like, if you think about it like the Wii, it's like having a Wii remote and a nunchuck, except with buttons and thumbsticks on both sides. So... I'll say this and then I'll shut up and turn it back over to you. The thing that I found most interesting about this was how much it proved. I mean, this is Nintendo doubling down on its 10 last years, at least of game research platform technology. This is a synthesis to me of like everything it's done. It's the Wii, it's the 3DS and the Wii U all rolled into one. And the Wii U, the other thing I found so fascinating about this is that the Wii U is in hindsight a failure, but an essential failure. Like the Wii U in a sense had to happen in order for Switch to happen. If you think about all of the little Wii U things that they're borrowing here, like Mm -hmm. people playing on this little screen with these little remotes out in on top of a rooftop somewhere, you know, with multiple people (laughs) controlling this little tablet, that's Mm -hmm. a Wii U thing. Mm -hmm. 
anyway, so I, I just found it interesting. It feels like this this really neatly streamlined uh, thing, and so I'm, I'm, I've got to work on this. I'm sure I'm going to find things that I don't like or to, or to criticize, but right now I'm, I'm very impressed with what, what I'm seeing. Yeah, and I, I'd be really curious if... Um, um, so they what they did not show, right? They showed... They showed all of the bunch of various gameplay scenarios, right? They did not show any kind of, and I, again, the reason why they didn't show it is this possibly is because they really clearly want to be like, this isn't the Wii U, right? Like they don't want this to seem like the Wii U at all. But is it possible to do dual screen gameplay on this? Like, I don't know. Like for Mario Maker or something like that, would it be possible to edit, um, you know, on the pad, on the couch? Um, and then would it be possible for somebody to play the game on the TV with a with a controller while the pad isn't docked? You know, would they be able to have some sort of a wireless, just throwing, just having the pad throw graphics to the to the TV? Would that be possible? I don't know. And I, and I don't necessarily think that it's because he can't do it. I think that it's because if they were to show that, people would be like, oh, it's the Wii U all over again, you know? So I think there's, I think there's a lot of things that this thing can do that they're not showing because they don't want people thinking that they're just leaning on the old ideas because I feel like that screen has got to be a touch screen, right? Why wouldn't it be? Yeah, I've heard some people but speculating it that it wouldn't be a touchscreen. I am um, reading right now my other monitor. A story just broke on IGN where they asked ask a couple questions, and Nintendo confirms Amiibo support and declines to comment on the touchscreen. Yes, I got yeah. the same thing back from Nintendo where they declined yeah. to comment on the touchscreen. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, and Matt, it sounds like you did too. So yes, I, I they decline to comment on anything. I, so. <laughs> I, I, I would go even beyond that. I would say I would not be shocked given the, uh, given the cost of this sort of stuff. Um, if the screen does not, if it's not a multi-touch, you know, probably, um, capacitive touch screen, right? Cause, because, you know, wouldn't people expect that from a tablet they're carrying yeah. around? It would be I would weird not be shocked if, if, if each of those Joy-Con controllers would not be shocked if those had motion sensors inside them, um, so that you could play Wii Sports Tennis um, on this thing on the on the go. I mean, that doesn't that make sense? You know, the, the shows this shows this woman playing, you know, a Super Mario sixty four type Mario game. Which hallelujah, we'll talk about that <laughs> in a bit. Um, playing this game and then taking it outside to her friends to show them how to play Mario. On the, but it's like they're not going to sit there and play Mario on the during the uh, on the deck during their during their barbecue. But if it was, it almost feels like it should be Wii Sports Tennis that they're sitting there playing with this thing using the controllers as motion controllers. And again, that that's so cheap. It's so cheap to throw the motion sensor into those controllers. And there's enough there's enough um, you know geometry, enough volume within those controllers to house it. Like, why not do that? And the answer is, I think. They absolutely did do that. There are motion mm-hmm. sensors in those controllers, but they're either not showing them now, or they're not showing them. They're not showing them now because they're gonna. They just want to have another hit later on, or they don't want us thinking about the Wii at all in any way. They <laughs> do not want us thinking about the Wii motion controls. They don't want us thinking about the Wii U gamepad. They they want to totally switch our brains into thinking about what you can do with the Nintendo. Switch, um, if, and, you, if you will, if I if I coin the phrase, I want to switch our brains over. Huh. And, and I think you see that reflected very clearly in the, in the marketing style of the trailer, which is very different from for, from anything I've seen from Nintendo. Like there are no children in sight, and mm-hmm, it seems mm-hmm. to be marketed at sort of hip young millennials. Yeah. And 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 there's a lot of savvy there, like. At some point on Twitter, they show a lot of Skyrim, which seems to suggest, hey, you who likes video games that aren't Nintendo, those are here too. We promise. We know mm-hmm. what you like. You know what? Yes, they, absolutely. They know, they know who's watching this reveal video mm-hmm. they, because the kids, the kids are not like the kids are playing Minecraft on their iPads. They're not. They're not like like you know, stalking Twitter to watch the the Nintendo Switch reveal video. If the Nintendo Switch appeals to kids, they'll buy it. Right. 
the the people who are like <gasps> you know bated breath watching this for this video they are the the basically the hardcore gamers the nintendo fans the people that need to be kind of wowed um and you know members of the press and youtubers and whatever and they want to see themselves or at least an idealized version of themselves reflected in that so it's no it's not the case that um it's like when I watch this video and I and I imagine what I'm going to do with this thing, I don't see myself. It's like all these attractive people on screen. Well, that's not me. And they're, <laughs> they're, they're having all these parties with their friends. Well, that's not me. But if this woman can take this Super Mario game from her living room to her fancy backyard party, then I can take it from my bed to the toilet, which is, <laughs> which is about the extent of me switching up a Saturday night. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that but that's implied, and yeah. I can I can make that that leap by myself. But Nintendo does not have to show that sad reality um, within the within the video. And the yeah, thing my, is, I think the people who are playing this are the people who are least likely to buy this thing. You know, it's it, mm. it is going to go after the traditional sort of Nintendo market. Well, my my first pass through the video, I I, I thought at the end I couldn't remember because I'm just trying to like jot down thoughts, and I thought, wait a minute, were there any kids in that? And so I went back to look, and then there's that scene where they're the the twenty somethings that are underneath like the uh, the the overpass, the highway in the middle of the night <laughs> playing basketball, and I'm like, that is definitely not the three. No, years. yeah, that's no. what demographic. That's what do with my brand new four hundred dollar uh-huh. whatever video game system. It actually not only one, but notice note you will notice in this video, it was already completely unlikely that the midnight basketball gang was going to bust <laughs> out a Nintendo Switch and play NBA in the middle of a real like, basketball game. in the middle of like you know Spanish Harlem. Um, you know are gonna are gonna play this thing. No, actually, what happens is they have. Two Nintendo Shield, uh, Nintendo Shields, Nintendo Shields, <laughs> which is exactly Understandable. what it is. Yeah, that was that was a, that was one of the rumors. That, rumored was, operating that was a, that was a Freudian slip. Um, two Nintendo we'll Switches, um, two of them, and uh, and in fact, they they everybody brought theirs, and they're all sitting around playing <laughs> four player basketball on two screens now. Number one, that's really cool. And in fact, later on with the Splatoon team, you actually see everybody, you see four people sitting around playing local multiplayer, um, each with a, a Switch um, that, that has the controllers on the sides and are using it to play that way. Um, and, and doing it doing it, in the context, doing it in the context of this prep, like doing the prep for the actual competition, and they're sitting around on the floor, and they've got their like football notes out, doing these right. sketches, and yep. you, just, you, you can... Yeah, we esports yeah, now. Nintendo like, and esports. Who does thunk it? <laughs> crazy, absolutely um, crazy. Yeah. So, um, all right. What what else should we talk about? So the variety does, does it of feel, controller options. What's up? Does I was going to ask. Does it feel at all like I'm remembering? Everybody always thinks about when Reggie came on stage that first time. You know, he's like, "I'm Reggie, and I'm here to whatever, kick ass, and take names, whatever the heck it was." He said. And Nintendo kind of had that, you know, didn't he say something like that? Or am I misquoting him? There was that, that thing where he came on just after he'd taken over and it was this, this kind of, kind of tonal shift for Nintendo where he was trying to sort of up the game of appealing to a sort of a hipper uh, gamer. Uh, anyway, we don't have to, if yeah. we don't remember it, but it's, I was just wondering if it felt like that to you. Cause it feels like that to me. It feels like for the last, however many years, really almost a decade that they've, They've moved in a very different direction. They mm-hmm. felt like appealing to this broad blue ocean mm-hmm. involved doing not these things. And now it's suddenly like, hey, no, we're hip. We are super hip. We are the hippest of the hip. Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah. I mean, it absolutely f- feels like a strong shift in tone. Like before today, I would not, I would, I could have plausibly see a world where Nintendo didn't know Bethesda games existed, right? <laughs> like that was just far off the radar of the kinds of things Nintendo does. Yeah, that is about. that is true. That is pretty crazy, right? I mean, the idea that Skyrim showed up, a Bethesda game showed up, and mm-hmm. and that Bethesda is actually doing Nintendo. Yeah. And it's so smart too, because not only is that like the touch point, touch game for for gamers in the last five or six years. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever else you want to say about it, it's the one. It, it did, you know, cre- it, it's taking this like really obscure D and D system and somehow ending right. up on NCIS with with memes. Right. 
And then it's yeah. also it's also timed to this upcoming in just a couple of weeks here. Everybody's thinking about it again because they're releasing this remastered version. Now we don't know whether that's what we were looking at there. I don't well, somebody probably yeah. does that knows more about visual cutscenes or scenes than I do, but yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean I'm confident pretty confident that you know the those screen captures weren't actually any hardware running anything, but oh, um, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. <laughs> but, but I think the implication there is, you know, uh, in some form or fashion, this is a console that can run Skyrim remastered. Yeah, or certainly, yeah. I mean, it can run yeah. Skyrim anyway. I mean, yeah. yeah. Look, um, you know, it it does. They're clearly they're clearly with this first video. They are trying to make. They're trying to show not tell. They're trying to inception the idea into people's heads that. You can play, like, console games on the go, which is still not something that, I mean, you know, with with PlayStation Vita being out of it, you know, like, that's, this is still something that Nintendo kind of owns, um, this idea that, you know, this is really something that's built for gaming on the go, and it delivers, you know, Skyrim, Zelda, Mario, NBA 2K17, you know, all that kind of stuff, Um this is the you know we've been talking we've been talking so much about like you know the increasing power of tablets and graphics and uh, the the micro consoles and I mean this is the you know again if this doesn't work this I mean this was like the the Ouya and the Shield and the you know uh, Apple TV and and all these things that didn't work um, this is this is the big one this is firing the big gun here because this is Nintendo has actually gotten out of the desktop processor field completely mm-hmm. they're they're done nintendo has now shifted to low cost low power draw mobile um uh chipsets for its home consoles mm-hmm. um and that's you know that could be a really big deal because they they're going to bring to bear the might of nintendo at making stuff look incredibly good and play incredibly well on a tv with mobile chipsets. Yeah. It, um, according to a release by NVIDIA, it will run NVIDIA Tegra hardware. Precisely mm-hmm. what, we're not sure, but the NVIDIA Tegra hardware is also what runs NVIDIA's own mobile console, the NVIDIA Shield. Yep, and it is, I think they said specifically on that NVIDIA page, it's a custom Tegra mm-hmm. chip, so we're trying, I know Digital Foundry was saying, I would, I would only ever so slightly... Um, push back a little, Chris, on the idea that they're out of the desktop business and that the X, if this is the X1 or a souped-up X1, that's a very powerful um, to... I mean, it's not bleeding edge. It's not PS4 Pro or Xbox Scorpio. It's a very powerful chip. We also don't know if there's a complementary thing going on in the dock. I mean, I don't, I'm assuming there isn't, but they're, they're, they're so not telling us, like you said before, about the motion controls and stuff like that, that we just don't know. There could be another shoe that drops here if they're going to charge four or $500 for this thing. You know, we don't know the price either, we should say. But you know, if they, the minute that you get into that custom game, it can either be meaningful or it can be just total marketing junk. And I know yeah. Digital Foundry, Eurogamer, speculated that it's, th- this thing looks like it has an active fan, right? If you look at the top, it's got a grill, and that's probably concealing an active fan that's blowing air. And that was Eurogamer's speculation as well. If that's, or what it was hearing, and if that's true, it's not inconceivable that they could have put a, a, another Tegra in here. They called, it, they called it the X2, a digital foundry, and that mm-hmm. that could bring it well up to her and, you know, on par with the PS4. Now, again, don't get your hopes up. This is, yeah. you know, wishful thinking. But I'm you. sure they're going to wring as much power out of it as they can for whatever their price point is. Yeah, and I'm sure that, I mean, first of all, if you look at the, I mean, getting getting a little more into the specifics, I mean, it doesn't just like, you don't just plug a cable into your TV. You have to take the tablet and you have to put it into the dock. And the dock is big, which mm-hmm. very much suggests to me that there's additional graphics processing power in there, but that, that does not, it basically like the, the tablet in and of itself can display those games at the resolution of the tablet. Mm-hmm. And then when you put it in your TV... The extra, the extra chip in there boosts it so it can display the same games, but at the resolution of your of your television set. Yeah, um, that makes a lot of sense. And and but but that there is there is processing power in there, but it says it doesn't change the the, the game. It doesn't change the game experience. Yeah, it's yeah. for upscaling but, reasons. But yeah. again, this is the it's it's really trying to pull off the 
this is it's like wow i can't believe a tablet is doing these graphics sort of a thing mm. which honestly if you've been following the nvidia shield and looking at the stuff that's on mobile um you already know this but a lot of people don't yeah because people just don't they're not using um tablets for this level of kind of high-end gaming in general or not there's a big enough audience of people who don't even think about that um that are you know potentially going to be interested in this but we'll see i mean but again we noticed by the way nintendo before they put the video up they put a little you know bug on their homepage that says hey come back right here at this time to see the, the first video of the nx and it said for news about nintendo's next home console mm-hmm and then you also notice this. When that video starts, um, we see a guy holding a controller playing Zelda on his TV, right? And then after he's done with that, he removes the tablet and then it sort of has the secondary functionality plays on the, on the tablet, right? Mm-hmm. All of this is very, very important because Nintendo very clearly does not want the NX to be read, or the, the Nintendo Switch, excuse me, to be read as a portable system, as the successor to the 3DS that optionally you could plug into your TV because that's not appealing. I mean, that's appealing. No. It's a portable Nintendo system, yeah. but it's not appealing because, because then it's like, oh, it's like the Game Boy Player. I can, your, your solution <laughs> is I'm going to play my portable games on my TV. No, no. You're not playing your portable games on your TV. You, you're playing your home video games, and then optionally, you can take those home video games with you. Because one of those things is boring, and the other is magic, right? So they have to make <laughs> sure that people think of it as home video game system, that you can take your games with you. Um, and so that is really like a... And, and they could fail at this. Like, Nintendo could fail at this, but you can see them trying very hard to make that the message. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think, I think that's exactly Absolutely. right, Chris. I think that wasn't accidental, that that's the first thing you see is, is, is this kind of concealed. It's funny, too, because the camera starts out kind of the guy's left hand is not concealing the side of the controller, but as the camera moves in on him, he brings it up so you can't quite see whether he's holding a Wii U gamepad or not. And then, yeah. you know, and then they switch to the, to the reveal. It was very, I have to say, uh, I'm not a marketing person and I don't care all that much about it, but in as much as I would ever care about it, it was a very snappy, smart, like the whole idea of that little click. And then they kept coming back to that trope. Click, it was all very know? well done. It was very, <laughs> they clearly, yeah, I want to be in the, I want to be in the, the meeting where, uh, you know, where their where their ad exec, you know, pitches that to them with the, you know. um, it, yeah, it was all very nicely done for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely, I mean, it's better than most of their other sort of product. I mean, it's probably the best of Nintendo's like three minute preview videos. Um, <laughs> you don't, well, you don't have that. Check, mute. I looked in Japan; they use the exact same video. Hmm. They don't have that. Uh, Nintendo is sort of famously known for putting music. It's essentially music. It's that, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. small yeah. elevator kind of music. And I like, I mean, yep. some of it I like. Like, if I had to like music, <laughs> I would listen to Nintendo music. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but, you know, that little ding, dee, 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 kind of stuff. Anyway, yeah. there you go. And There's again, singing I, for your I, again, podcast, Chris. The stuff that's not, thank you, the stuff that's not in this video, we will see. Like, we, we will see Wii Sports. It'll totally happen. I don't know what it's going to be called, but like, we will see, you know, the most controlled sports games and stuff like that if there's motion control in there which i think there is i don't think they're fully abandoning that they're not going to abandon um you know ways to make new and creative type of games like that is what nintendo wants to do they don't they don't just want to make games that run in a gamepad but this thing probably has all of the abilities it probably has the ability to do touch and motion and it probably it you know you can make games with really simple graphics on this thing right they just yeah. don't want to show that now because the first thing they want in everybody's head is high-powered home console that magically is is in the form of a tablet. Um, and so once they do that, once it's like successful, you know what I mean? Once it's already mm-hmm. sort of, you know, people are already buzzed about it, then they can show you the games that don't quite look as good. You know, then they can, or the games that have very simple graphics, yeah. or the games that use motion, or the games that use, you know, touch, and the mm-hmm. stuff that's kind of out there. Because ultimately, they still want to get those customers, too. They're not just, mm-hmm. they can't, Hardcore gamers don't care. They have their PlayStation 4s. Like, they don't actually really care that much about this. But I don't know. I'm not saying it's going to be a success. I'm saying, I, I, I'm saying, as I have said, this would be the best move. Like, this, 
it's not necessarily going to be a winner, but it's the best play they have in a, in a really tough kind of area right now. So let's look at some of the games um, that were shown off. Nintendo did not release a, a list of game titles. Um, Nintendo did not release much. They're going to be kind of, they're going to probably do a bigger thing later on down the line. Um, and they will be doing a bigger thing later on down the line in which people will really, you know, finally get to like get hands-ons. We're going to learn about game launch lineups, all that kind of stuff. So we don't know if these are launch games or not. We don't know. We don't really know which of them are just sort of straight ports, um, which like Mario Kart eight was, was on there. And that looked like a, a straight port to me. And then, you know, people who have, because of course, I, you know, this is like the, this is going to be the most dissected, like, short film uh, since uh, the, the Zapruder film. You know, um, it, I know. I saw, every I saw, every frame is going to be I saw, meticulously. I, I saw some site. I won't name it. Um, shamelessly, I think, uh, uh, baiting for clicks that had 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 the title saying like the uh, Nintendo Switch in fifty shots, and they had sliced up the video into fifty separate screenshots, and they weren't annotated; they were just kind of laid out. <laughs> oh, yeah, of so, wow. so there you go. Yeah, I mean, again, like it's there's there's information to be gleaned here. Um, we are because these are not like tech demos. Like I, I really think we are just looking at products, but we're just seeing a tiny little sliver of that product. So mm-hmm. the big, I mean, the big announcement for me, no, the big announcement is the new Mario game, um, which again they needed to show like a cool 3D looking Mario game because if they were to just show something that looked like Super Mario Run. Um, on running on the on this thing people would be again oh wow it's super low powered but instead it's the full-on 3d mario game the game that we did not actually get on the wii u because super mario 3d world was very much its own thing it was not a mario galaxy this looks very much like it is a mario galaxy it's a single player focused you know the camera is behind mario's shoulder you know it's the super mario 64 um aesthetic the that style um Jake, I believe you pointed out that it looks like it takes place in a desert. Yes, yes, and it that, does. And that, and that, therefore, it could use some water. It could use some water. Super Mario Sunshine Two confirmed. If this is no, I, if, probably if they, never. If they title but... this Super Mario Sunshine Two, which they won't. <laughs> no, because Super won't. Mario Sunshine did not do terribly well. It is not age lovingly according but to many they, people. But not according to me. Did, but... I am with you, Jake. I am so with you. I was being quiet here because I didn't want to, but I'm with you. Super Mario Sunshine, I love that game. So I love Super Mario Sunshine. And in fact, if they if they had the balls to call this Super Mario Sunshine, (laughs) wouldn't that be the best? It would be beautiful. It would that would be so great if this was Mario Sunshine Two. It's probably not, but it might be. Do we worry at all about because I can't remember now. The remember when Wii U came out and they showed off all that Zelda stuff, and then they came out later and said, "No, nah, it was just placeholder concept, and it wasn't part of the the final game." I mean, do we worry at all that this is placeholder stuff, or do we think no that this is there's no, no okay. way this is okay. this is a, a fully realized weird Mario world? There, it takes it's a desert. There's like there's cac there's a cactus. There's like a there's a guy in a sombrero. Like this is a very, <laughs> this is a very, spe- this is a game. Like this is a specific thing. This is not like this is not every Mario. This is like this is a Mario game. Um, yeah. So I and again, now you're right. Technically, I can't say that a hundred percent certain, but it's too specific and too detailed to mm. be a sort of a pro- a, con- a conceptual. Mm demo yeah, um I, I think those zelda things were just static shots too right i don't know that they were or i can't remember there was a video there was a, was there a video, zelda oh, okay. video. Okay, but on. again they were fair and it just yep. it looked like a regular old kind of zelda experience yeah yeah um it's zelda yeah. yeah there was nothing really special about it it was just like a zelda concept should, should we mention the uh the what who was it that put out i'm looking at a screenshot of it here so i don't know where it came from but it's the third party list that nintendo is yeah. clearly trying to say yeah. hey you know nintendo we have put that out which everybody does for every platform, but it doesn't yeah. actually mean anything. No. Right. It doesn't actually amount to games. So they've got all the publishers on there. They've got Activision mm-hmm. and EA, and they've got, you know... Well, I'll say the... this. I'll say this. It does mean this. It means that Electronic Arts is back on board to actually create games, because, I mean, we know they abandoned the Wii U. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, with Electronic Arts being listed on there, I think that, that, that does mean Electronic Arts will release software for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, but other than that, it's like, oh, Grasshopper Manufacturer is on there? Yeah, okay. Tell me, let me know when their game comes out. 
What's their which one is their game? They, I mean, well, oh, they do or all. They do? Grass, Grasshopper is um is uh, Suda's uh, company. Oh, okay, right, okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So it's like, look, I mean, a game might come out, but also that could really just be like, oh, we're interested. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so as yeah, as Chris says, treat, take it with a grain of salt until we see Indeed. actual games. They always every platform, no matter how good or bad the support. There, there's always this this list of all the publishers that have nominally agreed to say, you know, that they're that they're supporting it. Um, did did, he, did either of you hear anywhere? I, I, I was seeing on another site that it, that they actually have names for the controllers that they call them quote the, unquote Joy Cons. I didn't Joy Cons. Yes, that in Joy the press release. Because Joy-Cons. any Nintendo product has to have some crazy thing named by the Japanese that like just Joy Cons. They, we we had this discussion with Donkey Kong. You saw the Donkey Kong uh, piece that Nintendo put up that I translated, where Miyamoto was just like, "Well, the the the, the United the people in the U.S. came back and they said that it was a bad name, but I overruled them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure they submitted Joy-Con to the to, to Nintendo of America, and their eyeballs and like started, what eyeballs started bleeding, um, and they were like, "Please, please, please, no." And Nintendo was like, "No, I, we like how it sounds. We're overruling yeah. you." Now, this Done. is not to say that it's going to be, you know, bad. I, and it's, I, it's also not to say that anyone's actually going to call them that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, no, I, but, you know, I do think the, 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 the name Switch, I have to say, because I forgot to say this earlier, hits it out of the park. It, 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 it in one word, both, I think, as I put it in my piece, as a, both as a noun and a verb, describes what it is, wh- you know, what you do with it, what it can do, and, and where it goes and how it, how it works. This yep. is the opposite. I mean, as Chris, as you've said before about when we've talked about the Wii U, that's the syst- that's the kind of system that not in a paragraph, much less a sentence, you can explain to somebody. This is a thing that you don't yeah. have to use a single word. You show them the video. There's not a word yeah. in that video, yeah. and you mm-hmm. immediately you can show this to your mom, your grandma, or your mm-hmm. four year old son. Well, maybe not your four year old son, but you know, they're gonna basically get what it does and why it exists. It has the it has the perfect one line description mm-hmm. of like. You can play your games on the TV. You can play your games on the go. And and that was, again, I think that was what a lot of people assumed that the Wii U was in seeing it. Um, I I, and again, I do still think if it, this is still, the, the, the Switch is still just the, the, the old, like, Nintendo plan over again of, you know, again, they, had, they were hooking up the Game Boy Color to the Nintendo 64, to, to have the Nintendo 64 display games on the screen of the Game Boy Color, right? I mean, they they have been trying this and trying this and trying this, and the Wii U was the the culmination of this. But the but the Switch ca- does still carry this on this this idea of, and I do I I, I I'm not sure I'm not sure if it's going to enable uh, gameplay across the TV and the screen, but they've been. They've been moving little by little away from being necessarily tied to the home television. Um, and this finally just breaks it free constantly. If you want it on the TV, it can be, but it doesn't have to be. Um, and, 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 and it does, and it seems like, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to be able to do dual screen gameplay. I'd be really interested to see if they, if, if that's a thing that they want to do. Um, Cause it's not necessary. It's not necessary to do dual screen um at that at this point it's necessary to have a touch screen i don't think they can get away with not having a touch screen well and but, there's, there's know, good there's good reason yeah. there's good precedent now between sort of what happened with star fox and what happened to so many of the wii u games where a lot of people just even if you're mr miyamoto and you know you've got two hours of adaptation and acclimation and you're really trying to get into this control scheme it's like it just i don't think nintendo i the thing I hope that they've learned and what they're telling us here is that they've learned not to try and push too avant-garde or, you know, in the case of maybe Star Fox, just not a very great idea of a control system on the public, on the masses. And then, and then kind of in a sense, well, Nintendo's never blamed the public for not getting it, but sometimes you get that sense that, that, mm-hmm. that they think that they've sort of seen further into the heart of, of innovation and we need to kind of get with the picture. Right. Um, and, and that doesn't, uh, you know, I don't, I can't see them doing that here. I can see them doing it as an optional thing, like saying, oh, by the way, maybe if you want to play, we're going to have a game that does this, and then we'll just kind of see how it does, but but we're not going to sort of force you to necessarily. You know what I mean? Right. 
It's yeah. like, well, I mean, that was the thing with the Wii U because it was so weird. Every game had to be built around that weirdness, um, and be, to to get people using that weirdness. But for this, it doesn't. It's not necessary anymore. It's just like just play Skyrim. And honestly, I mean, what you know what I'm really excited about? I'm excited about the idea of the two-handed uh, control scheme uh, coming back because honestly. When I first played the Wii for an extended session, it was up at Nintendo's headquarters, it was in Redmond, and it was to play Twilight Princess, the first, like, I don't know, 10 hours of Twilight Princess we were invited up to play it, right? So I realized, because I've just been playing Wii demos at E3 or whatever, and kind of holding the controllers, you know, while standing up, or, or just playing a five-second, five-minute demo, whatever. When I sit down to play Zelda, I realize, like, I've got the remote kind of pointed at the screen. My other, my left hand is like wrapped around the back of the chair, you know, using the nunchuck, you know, and it's so comfortable. And I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't even believe it was one of the things that I just thought of like, oh my God, it's the best. Like my, my hands aren't sort of unnaturally clumped together in my lap. They're just lying at their sides and uh-huh. I'm playing the game and having a great time. I love um, the Wii remote nunchuck combination for games like that. And I'm sad that it went away with the Wii U. Like, you can still do it, but games don't do it. So when I saw dude man-spreading in his, in his airplane seat playing spacious, Skyrim spacious with the, seat. oh yeah, with, with his hands just sort of, with his hands just like kind of relaxed at his sides and he's playing Skyrim, like, that's what I want to do! So <laughs> I, I hope that, I hope that more um, you know, developers support that sort of two-handed, you know, both those controllers. And I think that it doesn't even matter. I think that you can do it, you can play it while holding the system or put up the kickstand and, and play it like that. So but I think Chris, a lot of games will support that. We've lost a critical feature. Without that, without the nunchuck we remote uh, tether, we can't mm-hmm. play jump rope anymore, but we're waiting for the games oh. to load. Oh, no. <laughs> What, oh, no. Whatever will so, I do? What will we do? Yeah, no, I'm so yeah. glad that we're not going to have that silly cable in between. It's so nice. I wondered even at the time why they weren't able to make yeah. that work without the cable. Let but... me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. We, I, I, I hope that there's motion sensors in both of those controllers. I hope they're both motion controllers. There is, I think, a front-facing camera that you can kind of clearly see in the in the the the, the body of the the switch. Will you be able to play like pointing device style games, pointing the controller at your television, pointing the controller at the tablet, uh, and moving a cursor around by while by waving the the controller? I don't know. I think that might be really cool though if that if that functionality is in there too, just giving people another thing to to potentially develop towards. I don't know. I think that would theoretically involve putting some kind of a camera up on the TV, right? Because there's not one sitting in the. You might, yeah, maybe you have one. Yeah, yeah. But they could add. I mean, these are things that could be added, right? I mean, the PlayStation Four. Nobody really bought or needed the PlayStation camera until PlayStation VR came out. Right, right, right. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and also, I should. We should also note that. if you don't, so the, 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 these controllers. So let's run this down really quick. Um, you have two separate controllers. Each one at least has a joystick, a th- an analog stick, and a diamond-shaped button layout. Um, that's why two players can use these controllers. Um, and you what can are take those controllers. Tiny, and there's a, what? I'm, I'm sorry. I was just going to ask really quick while we're on that. What are those tiny minus plus buttons? Your I think it's just like the select and start button. Select and start. Okay. Yeah, because that's I'm what that's what to... Nintendo systems use now. They use plus minus. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Duh, you're right. So of that's course, like not so that's like an it's... extra button for the controller. That's like select or start. Uh, and yeah. in each one, I, each one probably has a trigger. I'm guessing. So that's like another extra button that's on there, but that would be probably a little bit difficult to hit. Um, unless now probably still be difficult to hit. So anyway, it's got it's got a jo- it's got one joystick and some indeterminate number of buttons. Um, and you can take both of these things and you can put them on the sides of the tablet and play like that, like play it like it's a Game Boy, or you can remove them from that. And then there's a there's a um, a grip they call it the Joy-Con grip, and you slot those into the grip, and that's the dog that you that we keep seeing the dog <laughs> the dog's head uh, controller that has two floppy ears and eyeballs. And, adorable. And so basically, it makes it makes about it makes like a ninety percent good gaming controller out of it. And I say 90% because it doesn't have a D-pad. 
Um, it just has it has sticks. It has two sets of diamond buttons, but it does have a D-pad. But it makes a gaming controller out of those two things you hold in both hands. But then, if you really want to kick it up, you go by the um, the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller, which is just a standard video game pad. Like, just maybe. looks like everything else. I'm looking at it right now, and it looks the way they've kind of colored the buttons in the shot. Maybe when you have it in the dog ear version, maybe those buttons on the lower left-hand side could function like a D-pad. I think, yeah. they could, okay. You just couldn't, you just couldn't do the diagonal. You couldn't they, do the diagonal. Or really just do diagonal. Yeah. That's not what a, a D-pad is not four buttons, right? No. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, a D-pad actually technically, it's, it's on, on the circuit board, it's just four things that you hit. But right. you have to have a nice little engineered plus sign above them so you can do your diagonals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I say 90%. Yeah, it's interesting that they're willing to seemingly abandon that. Just something that's that, kind of you know what but very at, Nintendo. But look at the benefits. First of yeah. all, look at the look at what do people use that for? Nothing on a on a on a home console. Basically, at this point, basically it's useless. Mostly, it's, it, yeah, it's not used. Um, so know, they, honestly, I was playing Dark Souls the other night, and I had forgotten that you have to use the D pad to select everything, and I'm trying to figure out why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because they so, ran out of buttons. Yeah, because they ran out of buttons. So, so again, <laughs> in a situation where the D-pad is used, it's often simply used for a variety of uh, button presses. So that's fine. So that's not a problem at all. Um, and then you can technically... I mean, you, you can use those buttons to... If you wanted to play Super Mario Brothers, you could use the stick, which is not as good as the D-pad. You could use that array of four buttons, which is not as good as the D-pad. Or you could buy the Pro Controller. Or maybe Nintendo is going to roll out... I mean, so we don't know about their virtual console plans as of yet. Like, what are the plans for releasing old content on this device? Which would be very big, because again, now it's portable, da 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 so the question is, well, what do you do? Well, do they roll out a Joy-Con that has a D-pad on it? Maybe they do, because these things are swappable. Joy-Con so Classic. Sure. Joy-Con Classic. Maybe all they have to do is just roll out a Joy-Con that snaps on, and it has a nice big old D-pad for you. Um, and then it can't be used as a multiplayer controller anymore, because now it doesn't have buttons, but it's just for your personal use so you can play... You know, video, and I, I could see them totally doing that, and just introducing that, and then all they have to do is just introduce the the adapter, and you snap it on, and you're you're good to go. Um, but I I do wonder. I, I I'm very curious. I know I know again. I know why it's not in the video. It's not in the video because they needed to show high end graphics. This was not the opportunity to show somebody playing Super Mario Brothers three on this thing. Right? Not the time. But. I do now still wonder, like, well, what are they going to do about retro games on this thing? Now that retro yeah. games are hotter than ever, like, how are they going to go after that on an X? Now, I don't know. I do not know either. Yeah, I don't I'm... know. I don't know what they're going to do. So it is going to use game cards, cartridges, essentially, yeah. small little SD card looking things, and that's how that's how game retailers are going to get cut in. You know, because yeah. you know, because you know, Nintendo, yeah, because they totally give a flying crap about you know selling physical game copies they don't but like the retailers do and so or they're not going to stock the nx right so you know or the the keep saying nx so switch but you know as for me i mean this is this is one of those times when it's like well i may go full digital here you know like this this seems like the system that you might want to just have your library to be totally digital on um but you will be able to buy the physical game cards as well uh and I think that about covers it. Well, yeah, what about, I think uh, that's all the bases, really. What about, uh, you know, I mean, this is all pure speculation, but obviously everybody is asking. I think I saw some other night, news sites getting some basic responses back from even Nintendo on this, on this, the relationship here to the 3DS or the DS mm-hmm. or, the D- or the post-DS that we would assume to be, you know, whatever Nintendo is planning to aim at that demographic, right? You know, I mean, the the, the thing about, the Wii U gamepad that I found interesting was that my four-year-old doesn't do well with that. He doesn't do well yeah. on a larger tablet screen. Um, I don't know where that transition happens in terms of hand sizes. This is all outside my area of expertise. But, I mean, I wonder if we don't see Nintendo continuing. Like, is this Nintendo getting out of the multi-platform business and doubling down on one and trying to appeal across, eventually, you know, rolling out the second video? We're, we're seeing this video now, and eventually we right, see another yeah. video where it's all kids. Or I mean, are yeah, they going to continue so. on? I expect 
what I expect to happen is for, for them to work to on, onboard 3DS developers to the Switch and let them keep making handheld style games on the Switch. And, and so it becomes a console where there is sort of a subset of its platform that is more mobile oriented and a subset that is more home oriented. Just right now, they don't want to show that. I think the platform dichotomy is going to go from being Wii U 3DS to um, Switch Mobile. Mm-hmm. That's that's what the, that's the two platforms going forward. So I mean, if oh, mobile parents, in the sense of, of like Super Mario Run and, in and the sense of Super support. Mario Run, yeah. absolutely, yep. yeah. Yep. Um, because I don't. I, I the whole point of this whole endeavor was that Nintendo cannot support two platforms anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there's two options. They could, if, look, if this thing is not successful, Nintendo is still in an okay position because this, it, this is, the, the, the beauty of using Tegra is that they could make a small version of it. They could make a TV version, a TV-only version of it. They could make all kinds of different platforms that use the same if the if if this form factor if this design if the Nintendo Switch is a failure they're not like chained to the form factor because uh, with the Wii U like you know the Wii U was the Wii U Nintendo is not chained to that Nintendo could make just a TV version Nintendo could get the you know um just a portable version but it would all run the same software like this is the platform going forward and if this platform if the if if this device fails then the platform has not failed um that said if this device is a huge success nintendo has no reason to do anything else right if this thing takes off then they don't need to make a different one but if this isn't selling to kids they could make Nintendo could make a new piece of hardware that's aimed just at kids. This is now that this thing has finally been shown, right? All the quotes from Satoru Iwata about, like, in contrast, the number of form factors might increase because of the way we're building this thing, right? They could make a version of this for kids that's, like, rubberized so you can drop it. You know what I mean? They could make something for kids that adults aren't supposed to buy. I mean, the 2DS is very similar to this. Like, they did not push the 2DS on adults, right? The the 2DS, the kids play it. They could make a version of this that is just for kids, that is, like, made out of rubber, that bounces off the ground, whatever, you know, is rainproof. Um, Flubber. But it plays all the same Mm -hmm. games. But it plays all the same games. Like, they don't have to worry about dividing that audience. But to your point about the, the 3DS line, that is dead, but it's the only reason it's not dead right now is because this is like perfect harvesting time for 3DS. They've got 50, 60 million of them out there. Like this is this is a great time if you have 3DS content to put it out there because you know it's going to sell because the user base is still so strong. But no, they're not going to make another 3DS. No, they're not going to make a portable system you know, that's, that's any significantly different from this. Like, like this is it. This is everything all, all rolled into one. And if, and if kids don't want the Switch, they will play Nintendo games on the phone, and Nintendo will be very happy with that, I think. No, this makes perfect sense to me, and I like the idea yeah. of you thinking about this as like, um, I mean, in a sense, this becomes like the 3DS having 3DS XL or LL and then the regular 3DS. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they don't even need to do that, but, if, but they certainly could, and there's all this precedent in this space with tablets, you know, iPhone mm. uh, 4, 5, 6, 7, um, you know, phablets, tablets. I mean, this is all ground that's been covered and, and yeah. well-trod and, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see them. I don't see Nintendo moving off of Tegra now, or you know, Tegra-like chips that that will not be backward. I don't. I, don't, I think that I think that this going forward is going to be backward and forward compatible with a lot of products for a long time, yeah. um, and that, that it does it frees Nintendo up to try more and different um, iterations of the of the whole mm-hmm. thing for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yes, um, you know, uh, it, it, fine. I mean, geez, finally, 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 after announcing this thing, um, they just they finally let everybody know what it actually is, which just lets us. It 
you don't have to couch this in the sort of speculative terms anymore of like, well, if the NX is what I think it is, then this. We can finally look, here it is, here's Nintendo's strategy, and we can start, when we start thinking forward and we start seeing new things, we can we can apply it to the to the form that is the, the Nintendo Switch, and we can understand a little bit more about, about where they're going. Now all the rumors can stop. Oh, oh man, I mean, there's there are there are people out there who like literally like there there's some YouTubers with like sizable followings who really 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 disbelieved the Eurogamer reports and had assured like their thousands and thousands of, of fans and you can kind of look at the Nintendo NX Reddits and, and and things like that. There were a lot of people out there who until the minute they clicked play on that video were just sure that they were going to see like a, an overclocked home console that was more powerful than PlayStation 4. Yeah, and that's just we silly. Can, <laughs> we can finally go beyond all of that kind of discussion and really talk about, like, where Nintendo is going. This is why, this is why for me personally, and I have total respect to, for everybody else out there that, that likes to get into the system wars and all that stuff, is this is why I don't even... I try even to stay away from sometimes when a, a credible site like Eurogamer, they are a very good site for all kinds of other reasons... Come, come out with these reports because I, at the end of the day, none of it matters until the thing is there. And yeah. then we get to talk about it. And we get to talk about what is actually going on. We don't have all these distortive, speculative conversations that are based on half. It's like looking at half a Picasso and trying to judge it on that basis or half a really mm. bad Picasso, not to <laughs> say that this is a Picasso <laughs> or something like that. So I'm, I am, I'm with you, Chris. I'm so grateful that it's finally out there. And now we get to move on to, in some ways, the even more substantive conversation that nobody has the, the faintest idea about, which is Nintendo has all these boxes they have to check that they haven't checked in a long time online. How are they, are they going to finally get online right? The operating system and the interface, you know, are they going to finally do all of those things? These are as critical, if you believe Nintendo's holism, these are as critical as what we're looking at in terms of the physical ergonomics of the system, right? Yeah, Nintendo yeah. can still tank the whole thing. I mean, you know, they can still make some bonehead decision, as they are often wont to do, that just destroys the appeal of this whole entire uh, operation, right? Um, but at least from a conceptual standpoint. But again, you know, sometimes that stuff doesn't really matter. I mean, it, what matters is, you know, is it fun to play? Does it make sense? Does it fit into people's lives right now and i mean this this is looking more like you know the wii than it does the the wii u from an early launch kind of standpoint but honestly you're right i mean it would be nice to find out that like nintendo not only did they because this this kind of does seem like the new you know forward-looking nintendo right Mm -hmm. trying something totally crazy really break you know really really breaking with tradition to the point that the d-pad is gone you know they're not clinging to that sort of vestige anymore right that hopefully this means that nintendo will have a sane and and you know um workable online service account system da 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 you know yeah right yeah they could still shoot themselves in the foot on all of and that. that and that the price <laughs> will not be totally insane what would you pay for this matt go what would you pay God, uh, four hundred. Holy freaking cow! Are you kidding me? I would. I would. Hey, I, I, wow. Go ahead. go ahead. Yeah. No, I well, would. I'd pay four hundred. What I was gonna say is that I expect three hundred. I think two fifty would be a steal. I I think I think I feel like it's got to be two fifty. I think it's got to be two fifty. I think that for three hundred, it really starts. Three hundred dollars is what the PS4 costs, mm-hmm. and this is this is not a PS4. Like this has to be like two fifty was too expensive for the 3DS. I think two fifty for this. And again, Nintendo's positioning it as a home console, right? They want you thinking about it in terms of being a home console. Two fifty for this would be top top dollar. And mm-hmm. if they want to do, if they want to do two fifty, you know basic price and if they want to do like a bundle you know that that costs like 300 i think that's fine but like 250 is has got to be it and honestly i think i feel like the game should be bundled in with the 250 because the wii the wii at 250 it psychologically because it came with a free game it was like oh well really i'm paying 200 dollars for a system because i'm getting a 50 dollar game for free you know, like that was that happens mentally when people are thinking about the calculating the cost. Mm-hmm. So I mean, two fifty with a game, 
250 with a game on this thing, I think they got to be big, big, big and bold moves. And I think price is really one of those two things. Mm-hmm. I think 300 I know, I know you're saying you would pay $400 for it. I well, it's, it's based is, on what I... Is how, yeah. It's based on speculation about what's what's maybe in the dock that we don't know about. It's based right. on you know other gotcha. things. We don't have a yeah, okay. don't have a clear yeah. picture. I mean, like if they if this ends up having with the, it's that active cooled fan that's making me kind of lean in that direction. That that mm. they're that maybe Nintendo isn't entirely saying. Not that I think it would be a mistake if they if if, if they were, but maybe Nintendo isn't entirely saying. Yeah, we don't care about. I mean, we don't care about the PS4 and the Xbox One because that's that's fine. We keep hearing that kind of in the analyses and things like that. But these are not completely non-compatible, non-crossover no, markets it's, here. Right, right. No, there's still there's still an I, element. But I think that. people psychologically think about the the two and they they kind of compare the two in their in their minds. Right. Oh, I, I hope I'm wrong. No. Hey, you know, if we had I, a honestly, $250 like, thing, because I know Mr. Kimishima had said at one point, didn't he say something along the lines of, you know, we think Nintendo could sell 200 million of these things. I think he was using numbers in the hundreds of millions of dollars when he was talking yeah. about, like, new Nintendo platforms. Again, Not software, actual hardware. So to do that, yeah, you can't be 400 or $500. 250, you have to be 250 is a home run. 299 is okay. If, the, if that 299 represents the full package because the Wii U remember there was a Wii U version for 299 but it was crippled and nobody wanted it it was a mess I remember going into GameStop and I just needed to buy just uh, any Wii U and uh, I was like do you have Wii U and they they said no no we only have the white ones I was like you don't even consider it a Wii U um, well, I just I just put a hard drive online. Yeah, sure. Nintendo Nintendo had this has this had that weird thing, right? Because like with the Wii U, on the one hand, they were they were weirdly behind everybody, but then on the other hand, they were weirdly ahead of everybody. I mean, you could they could, they were supporting external it, hard drive storage. It's you know? true. Well, that was yeah. So they didn't have to do it. It's crazy. You know? Yeah. They, and, they, they didn't want that to be a a selling point of oh you get five hundred gig oh you get a terabyte like they didn't want it to be a selling point. Look, just buy whatever you want. Just buy whatever you want. We don't care. Um, but of course, that that did make. I mean, the Wii U. You know, that was one of the really backwards things about the Wii U, though, because it was just like um, you put how much, but eight gigabytes of storage into this thing. It was ridiculous. Um, but if at three ninety nine or yeah, no, at two ninety nine, three hundred dollars at two hundred at two ninety nine, if it had all of the bonuses in there for two ninety nine, you know, if it was two ninety nine. But that was, but that was the top tier, and you got everything. Fine, it's not perfect, but it's all right. Three ninety nine, go home, Nintendo. You're drunk. Like if that <laughs> happens, if even if, even if three forty nine, three forty nine is going to be sticker shock. Three ninety nine is like literally go back to the drawing board and rethink this entire operation. Mm-hmm. Too much. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. It, it, if, if it's worth three hundred, it's just not gonna. Now look, compete. I'm a stupid Nintendo whale. If it was me going out and buying it for myself and it was three ninety nine, I'd suck it up and I'd do it. Depending on when Mario was out, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I don't represent in any. I represent like you know point zero one percent of the population. There are not nearly as many Nintendo whales as there used to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I care I I care. Uh... At the end of the day, I care not really at all. I mean, I want Nintendo not to lose money, but I don't care. Like you know, I don't want them to make exorbitant amounts of money. I want them to be fair priced. But I mean, if it costs with the screen and if it has all this, you know, if the processors, I just don't know. I don't know enough about the internal componentry. I want to be careful that we're not kind of going and going. Oh well, Sony and Microsoft, you know, four hundred dollars for those consoles is fine when they it's launch. Not, and no, stuff. No, no, no. Sorry, we're looking look, at Nintendo and, and it's say, not about. It's not about directly comparing Sony Microsoft it's comparing it to like everything else that's out there it's like comparing it to the cost of a ham sandwich it's like the it's 249 it's just about psychologically tablets cost uh, $600 yeah but people pay they but they get them for free and they do and more they, and they and pay they, monthly it's it's psychological well, no not for not for free you still <laughs> I'm yeah, on no, no, the no. Apple upgrade no, program do. and I'm still paying over the course of two years I have to pay out of that, course that money, yeah but so. people don't th- nah people people don't think about it that way though. They, don't think think about that. they think they're getting know, a free fair. phone and all they have to do is keep paying every, point. every month right with this yeah. it's like they're going to compare it to everything they're going to compare it to the cost of a new car they're going to compare it to the cost of a, of a refrigerator they're going to compare it to the cost of you know 
it's 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 just mentally it it's it sounds like too much money. I'm devil's advocating, and I am with you both in hoping sure. that okay. it, I don't yeah. hope that it's 400, much less five or something crazy like that. But uh, I guess if it if it came out at 349 or 399, <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know that I would immediately look. Then it would just just depend. I'd have to then play it, review it, and decide what it was that I was really looking at before I before I weighed in on the the price value. Because I know that's a that's a thing I really like about you, Chris Kohler in particular, is that you are averse to weighing in on the value in a monetary sense, since there's so much for for know, an individual person. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, what what's dollar mean to you? That I'm not. Gonna, yeah, exactly. Who you I, are. I can't say it's not worth your money because you might be Bill Gates on the other end of the on the other end of the computer screen, right? Sure, it's worth his right. money. Yeah, yeah. Um, Elon Musk. Mm. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I'm just telling you if it's worth your time. Right. Um, I hope I'm and, with you. Know, you. I'm with you in spirit. So, jeez, <laughs> I'm with, again. I'm saying two forty nine home run, two ninety nine. I guess three forty nine too much, three ninety nine. Go home. Ridiculous. Go home. Crazy, Go crazy home. Cancel. Three ninety nine. Cancel it. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, cancel it. Reannounce something else. Announce the NY. We can all speculate on what it's going to be. <laughs> um, and so yeah, I mean there there it is, and that's the NX. The NX is the Nintendo Switch. They finally unveiled it. Um, I'm sure we'll be talking about it more in the weeks to come, but uh, we just wanted to get it all out of our system now. Um, any, uh, any final thoughts before we all sign off? I'm guessing we're not going to probably see any more until 2017 on, on this, uh, maybe some little drips and leaks and things, but I, I'm wondering if we're going to not see anything now until next year. Um, I think that we will not, oh, you know what? Actually next week, Nintendo has its, uh, financial results briefing for the media mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. for analysts. Um, mm-hmm. and so I'm sure that Nintendo did this to get it out of the way because there will be a Q&A session. So, I mean, at that point, if Kimishima or Miyamoto feels like just sort of randomly announcing some stuff, like maybe they will. So we might get some color uh, on this uh, later next week. Not any big new announcements or anything like that, but some news. And then I bet you that, you know, I don't know, maybe in December, maybe in December we'll, maybe after Thanksgiving, after the launch of the NES Classic, maybe December is when Nintendo will do its its big unveiling of the whole thing, or maybe it'll wait until January. It won't wait until February, but it might wait until January. But either yeah. I would I would say either December or January, that's when we'll get the um we'll, we'll get the invites uh you know to go play this thing and you know find out what the what the games are. So there you go, folks. Nintendo Switch. Um, Matt Peckham from Time, thank you very much for being here with us in the Game Life Podcast. Always appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. How can people find you? Oh, um, uh, you can get me at Twitter or time.com or, or Twitter, um, M-A-T-T-P-E-C-K-H-A-M. Jake Muncy. Yes, hi. Um, star of the Wired Game, the real secret, the secret uh, sauce, as we, as we say, of the Game Life Podcast. How do people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at J-A-K-E-M-U-N-C-Y and my work at Wired.com. I am Chris Kohler. Handle is Kobunheat, K-O-B-U-N-H-E-A-T. Hey, buy my book. It's called Power Up, How Japanese Video Games Gave the World an Extra Life. It has a whole chapter that is now totally out of date because I talk about uh, Nintendo. Matt Peckham, he's got it. There it is in his house. Uh, Power oh, Up. He's, he, what a big he fan. <laughs> he must there's, be a huge There is fan. nothing brown on my nose. I swear. And there's, a, uh, there's a big old chapter at the end all about Nintendo and the Wii and uh, Satoru Iwata, the, the life of the late, great Satoru Iwata. Um, and uh, uh, it ends off with talking about the NX, but it doesn't say what the NX is because that did not make it into the book. Um, but uh, weird weird uh, release timing on that. Power Up, how mm-hmm. Japanese video games gave the world an extra life. It's available now. Go buy it. Um, and I think that's it. Thank you all very much for listening in. Uh, hopefully we'll have a show for you next week. So keep your fingers crossed and, um, and, and stay tuned. So goodbye. <laughs>